How's everyone? Uh, before you get to it, happy Easter. Everyone that celebrates it, if you don't, happy Sunday. Anything you want to start with? You just want to take questions? No, not really. Just want to take questions. Yeah. Yes, sir. My Sports Radio, the final word coach. Great to see you. I'd like to have you. Good to see you as well. Good to you as well. Um, you know, how do you like what's going on on the offensive side of the ball right now? I, I know that defenses sometimes are usually a little further ahead. What do you think about the offense? We have, we have a tremendous <coughs> offensive coordinator. He's really good at what he does. Uh, Finding unique ways to get playmakers the ball, finding ways to get the ball down the field, um, working on the running game as well, and, and tidying and try to just get everybody involved. He did a phenomenal job today. Uh, I know he set out to show and see a couple things, and we wanted to see if a couple young men could, could come up with the big plays. And uh, for the most part, we did okay. We did okay. Hi, Coach Adam, Mr. Tiger, 24 Sports. We saw Jimmy Horn got, get yeah. his number earlier this week. And yeah. Have any other guys gotten their number yet? I think Travis had his number, I believe, and uh, Colts had his number, right? Yeah. So uh, one guy on defense, a couple guys on offense. But, shoot, those two guys, uh, those three guys, they, they're ballers. They, they, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy is a pro, man. You know what Travis is going to be. You know what he already is. Uh, Colts has been uh, he's leading the defense uh, Line room. He's a he works his butt off every day. He understands what we're trying to accomplish, and the kid plays the game like we desire him to play it. So we're very proud of him. Uh, what numbers are they wearing? Their numbers. <laughs> I didn't mean to be smart, but I thought that was just. <laughs> I don't want that to come off wrong. But wearing their numbers. How you doing? Good, how are you? Um, we talked to Nick Williams on Wednesday, and he uh -huh. said there's a certain standard players have to reach or yeah. earn their numbers. Yeah. For you, what does that standard look like? Consistency. Um, fighting every play, understanding the offense, not blowing assignments, not busting certain things that we're asking of them, leadership as well. Um, we just want, really want guys to give it their all. Some, sometimes uh, we had 10 plays on the script. Uh, I may have went 15 because I know some guys is on the verge of shutting it down, and I wanted to see would they actually shut it down. Um, then I did the same thing with the twos when they came out. So it was a lot of equality out there. It wasn't just picking on this team or this team. I just wanted to see their capacity of breaking their breaking point. And uh, they did a pretty good job. They didn't quit. They did not quit at all. They may not have given the effort that we desired and the standard that we desired, but they didn't shut it down, which is positive. Hey, Coach. You obviously uh, have a lot of players from coming from a lot of different places. Yes. Uh, a lot of coaches from a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like everything's meshing together right now? You guys uh, it's common. I think that's the name of football there. Uh, usually college, high school kids come from everywhere. And you go into portal and you get what you want. Um, you add to your coaching uh, staff to have the best possible staff you can. That means someone's coming from somewhere that you, you had no idea what a relationship. So we don't care about the continuity. We care about getting players that are smart, tough, fast, discipline. Uh, we need speed. We need speed. We need physicality. We need a desire and a, and a certain want, a certain level of joy. I want guys to love the game, man. I got to see more love of, of, of this game. Like, do you understand how beautiful it is here? How wonderful the weather was out there? I mean, how wonderfully manicured the practice fields are, and you don't want to go out there and give it 100? I have a problem with that. I really do. I don't know if you know what sandy spurls are, but we had sandy spurls in uh, Florida. That's like a sticky 
type of thing, that prickly thing that hurts when it grows out of the grass. We was playing on those type of fields, just trying to get it in. And you got a wonderfully golf course manicured field and you don't want to give it 100. I got a problem with that. We're looking for kids that are going to go 100 when we ain't looking. That's what I want. And that's what we're going to find. Coach Prime, Alex Ramirez, My Life Sports Radio. He's coming. Happy Easter, sir. Thank you. And uh, I, want to, I wanted to ask you for the last time at the press conference, how are you going to use the altitude, the elevation that other teams here in Colorado, professional teams and college teams? Well, first of all, you got to learn what it is. <laughs> I might need to learn what it is and how it's going to affect us and infect us and help us. I got to learn all that stuff. I'm not, that wasn't my major. <laughs> uh, I got to learn what that is and how we can apply that. Man, football is football. I'm not into all that stuff. And I'm not into that. I'm into, you, you ever notice whoever getting their butt kicked, whoever is getting their butts kicked gets tired. Whoever's winning don't. We saw that today. When the defense was getting their butt kicked, they were tired. When they was winning, they were never tired. That's just football. It's just life. It's just a, a trick of the darn mind. And we can't fall prey to it. Hey, Coach. How you doing, sir? So with Buffalo's Wire. Good to see you again. See you. You mentioned not being a fan of the uh, spring break in the middle of the boxes. Mm-hmm. How do you think the teams responded coming off? Well, I don't even remember when spring break was. Was it a week ago or something like that? Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're coming back the first couple of practices. A little sketchy. That's why we never practice on Mondays. Mondays is like a party day for kids, man, because coming from the weekend, you want to get all that foolishness out of them. So we rarely practice on Mondays. We'll go Tuesdays and, and so they could understand and get back in the flow mentally as uh, as well as physically. I think they've come uh, out of that really well, but we still have some guys don't understand what we want, and we're not going to waver on what we want. We're going to stick to the standard. We got guys out there sitting down. I ain't even been in there during scrimmage. How you kneeling down? We don't kneel. Guys won't run all the way off the field. That's free. Your effort is free. That's what you can give. That's what you can do. So we blow the whistle. They go back out there. We 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 just got to find the type of kids that are who we are, and we will expeditiously. Good afternoon, coach. How you doing, uh, sir? Good, sir. Sean Keeler, the Denver Post. A two-parter. First one on today. How you mentioned about the top of the physical this morning. How do you feel that offensive line is coming together? And how important is that going to be for what they want to get to what the team wants? The team that we're playing with now is not the team that we're going to play with in Texas the first game. Do I need to say any more? It's not going to be that. It's going to be a lot of new faces, a lot of new attitudes, a lot of new understandings, a lot of new wants and desires, and you got to have it. It has to be a sense of urgency. One of the things I talked about at the beginning was don't, don't allow yesterday to cripple you. And then you're fearful of tomorrow. While yet and still you're missing today. I don't understand that. But they will. Uh, the second part is his opening day down in Coors Field. Bud Black said hello to you, to a couple of us. Yes. Members, uh, Pitching against you. What do you, what do you remember? I think it was one game. I, I don't remember. I don't remember those guys, man. <laughs> when I'm 55. I barely remember what just happened out there. I don't remember. I know his name, and I know he was good. I, I don't remember. He could be in here right now doing an interview. I wouldn't know. Like I, I but I, 
Shoot, every darn pitcher in the big leagues gave me problems, man. So I, that's what I remember. I you mean, were those, two, you were two for four. Guess. Well, I was, I was all right. Man. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I was all right. I wasn't. I wasn't garbage. You know, I was all right. Yeah, I remember his name um, vividly. I do. I don't remember what he had and what stuff he had, but I, it was such a mental game. Uh, it was so mental. I, all I do know is the ball used to fly uh, in, in a course field over there. It used to fly. You led off for the Reds, and he was pitching for the Giants as a lefty okay. in July 97. Okay. There you go. All right. I was playing left on left. They played me. That's yep. good. <laughs> I must have been rolling then. <laughs> hey, Coach. How you doing? Make how you doing, doing, my man? Doing well, how are you? Good. Uh, we see a lot of times that teams adopt the characteristics of their head coach. I hope, I hope so. God, I hope so. Have you seen your God, I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so. I hope so. That's what I want. I hope so. That's what I'm looking for. Is it important to have the swagger along you with can't have swagger when you, when you, you, you can't have swagger when you're not in shape. You, have, you can't have swagger when you don't know your assignments. You can't have swagger when you don't know your alignment. You can't have swagger when you're not confident that you're going to whoop that guy on the other side of you. You can't have swagger with, with those type of understandings. You can only have swagger when you're the dominant person out there and you're prepared and you're ready and you're willing. That's where the swagger comes in. Swagger is confidence. That's all that is. It's like another word for confidence. And we're going to get there. Coach Brian, yes, sir. Have you, have you um, had a chance to think about just you know, even before you, you guys played a game, just the impact you've had on the program. No, we ain't want a game. Ain't no impact right now. We ain't want a game. Impact to me is winning. Impact to me is changing lives. Impact to me is uh, making someone smile, man. Bringing peace to, to people that were in a desolate situations. That That's impact. Um, the financial aspect of what's all going on, that's a blessing. Somebody's profiting really well, and I'm happy for that, especially this university, because they deserve it. And to, to display and to show what's here in your beloved city, I, I think that's a beautiful thing to bring that to fruition. I can't wait to uh, the spring game. I'm looking really forward to that because I want to see the difference of, of the, the atmosphere and the feeling and the spirit of everything. I think I spoke to the School of Business yesterday, and it was phenomenal. I mean, those kids was hungry. Every darn kid had a pencil and a piece of paper and taking notes, and they were on every darn word, every thought, like every everything I, I, I uttered. I mean, they were on it. They wanted it. I mean, I love that. And if we're going to change the game, that means the fans got to change too. So we want to impact them as well. We want them to be ready for us like we want to be ready for them. And, um, you know, coming up to the spring game, what are you hoping to see? What are you hoping to uh uh, by that time, we'll, we'll know who's who. We already know who's who. But we're, we're still giving uh, a multitude of opportunities for, for guys to show that they can play at a certain level and reach the certain expectation that we have. And, and those guys that we feel like can, we want to make sure they can do it in front of company. That's an old hood saying, in front of company. <laughs> Uh, that means with fans and, and pressure and uh, expectation. Um, a lot of people, they, they, they fall short when, it, when that pressure's on them. We had some guys fall short today. We had some guys that come up big that, that hadn't showed us much in practice. But we're looking forward to that day. I think it's going to be a wonderful moment for this university. It's going to be a wonderful moment for this city. And I think a lot of people are going to prosper. Could I just ask too? Yes, sir. Uh, is there a story behind the, the cowboy hat? I like cowboy hats. I like all hats. 
Like, I just wanted to get the cowboy stuff out first, so when I started wearing my hood hats, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Two more, go ahead, Jake. Hey, Coach, Jake Schwartz, DMVR. Uh, Coach Hugh Freeze at Auburn suggested a few changes to the spring game format. I said that three years ago. Most notably, just playing other schools. I said it three years ago. I, that's the smartest thing ever. I mean, not you can't play the schools that could possibly be on your schedule. But I think it's a financial windfall for a lot of universities. You could go home in a way. It's a tremendous opportunity. We don't want to play against ourselves and bang it each other up. We don't want to do that, but we want to put on a good show and, and give our fans uh, the hope that they desire and they want to see. But I would love to do that. I said that at, at, at Jackson when we first got there. It, it don't make sense because you got a lot of other Like even 707 in offseason. Why can't we go somewhere and play seven on seven, or have you know it? it we need that, and the, the pass rushers need uh, you know one on ones as well. Like you like to see, you like to see what you got and what you gonna have against someone else other than yourself. See, that's the problem. Sometimes you measure yourself based off what you have in campus. Sometimes that's not good. It's a false sense of advertisement. You think this guy's good because he's kicking everybody's butt in your camp? Well, shoot, your camp might not be good. You're going to get out there and see if, if Tarzan is really Tarzan or he, is he Jane. You want to see. Last one, Richie. Hey, good. Richie Cosley, with CBS. How you doing, sir? Good, man. How are you? Good. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on the fact that the spring game is sold out. Yeah. It hasn't happened here recently, if you've heard about that. And uh, just the fact that there's national broadcast broadcasting the spring game. That's the way I think, man. It's supposed to be like that, isn't it? I, I, oh. That's the way I think. I think... Uh, my last stop, we, we did some things that hadn't been done. We broke some attendance records that have never been broken. Everywhere we played was a sellout, which was unfathomable in, in the HBCU field. That's the way we think. That's the, what we expect. We just want everyone to prepare themselves and step their games up so that when we do have company in town, we're ready. Like you guys, write your best article, you know, utter your most profound words on your podcast or on your, your daily shows. Everyone has an opportunity to be seen, to be noticed, to be recognized, to come up. That's all we're doing is shedding a darn light. It's on you to shine. <laughs> this city's going to shine. Do you think the national media was going to pick up on your story here and see you so quickly? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, I don't understand why you're shocked or puzzled or I don't see it. I don't think I'm shocked. Excuse me? I don't think I'm shocked. So you expected it then, right? No, you didn't. <laughs> Whenever somebody turned their lip upside down, they don't expect nothing. How did you do that? You told me five months ago. I probably wouldn't expect it. Yeah, you didn't know me five months ago. Fair enough. Right, you kind of know me now. I appreciate you guys. God bless you all. And happy again, Easter. have a happy Easter and a blessed day. Is my son next? Yeah. Ask him why he didn't check out that dumb quick screen that they threw out. Cam! Woo, Cam! Gentlemen, please use the microphone. Yeah, you gotta Can't hear you without the microphone. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we got a camera on someone, Craig. Questions? Go ahead, Brian. Oh. Cameron, Brian Howell from the Bola David Camera. Um, I was able to chat with you uh, throughout as you committed here, and you were excited about testing yourself at Power 5. Mm -hmm. What's it been like so far being here in Colorado and you know, practicing with a new team and a bunch of new guys? I've been great. It's been awesome um, getting around new guys that come from different 
um, communities than where I come up from and where I was playing at Jackson. You know what I'm saying? So we just, it's just been awesome just getting used to being a new atmosphere and being on the West Coast, but I'm a South guy, so. <laughs> Hey Cam, uh, Ryan Bonnerford from DMVR. You said to uh, Neely in one of the interviews that you know you want to be a dog. That's something that you pride yourself in. What does that mean to you? I mean, my coach. Like that's what he's looking for. Like he's been looking for dogs, and I and I had the opportunity to be always a dog that he can call on and that he can count on. So I pride myself on that, just knowing that my head coach can count on me to be a dog every time. Hi Cam, uh, Nikki Edwards, CU Sports Report. Working with new coaching staff, specifically um, DC Charles Kelly, what have you learned from him? What are some helpful insights that he's brought to your game? Everything. He's up my game a whole bunch. Um, mentally, physically, just um, being a smaller guy, he's taught me how to, you know what I'm saying, play small and play to my advantages. And, um, just be smart, be smarter, and take less hits. Basically. Hey, Cam. Uh, Tony Casola, Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, you mentioned playing to those banners. What are some of the advantages that fans can look for out of your game? Um, advantages, I'm, you're gonna, I'm a four-down guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm, nobody plays off of me. Like you're gonna, you had to deal with me every play. And a lot of guys, and it seems like so cliche, but a lot of guys in this power five, they don't, they don't, they're not four-down guys, to be honest with you. Like, so I just pride myself on being a guy that I'm going to show up every play, every play. Joe Rico, My Life Sports Radio, is the final word. You know, the excitement for the spring game is coming up, but it looks like there's a lot of work to be done. Can you tell me a little bit about the competition? Because it seems like there's a lot more depth. There's a lot of real hardcore competition going on. Can you tell me how kind of the iron sharpens iron mentality is going on? I mean, that's just how that's just how we get down, how the coaches get down, how the, um, how the players he brought in get down. We're just trying to relay that message to to the other players. Like, coming coming up, we compete every play. Like, it's ones on ones. Like, is you my partner, you my friend off the field, but we get on the field, like I need you to, you know what I'm saying, bring the best out of me and we, we get on the field, we might say something crazy to each other, but it's all a lot of competition, it's all a lot of love. Just trying to get better. Hey again, Jay Travis, uh, DMVR Sports. What NFL players do you watch and try to model your game after? Um, Tyron Matthew, Bob Sanders, Troy Potomalo. He's my hair, so people always gave me Troy Potomalo, but you know what I'm saying? Um, Troy Potomalo, Tyron Matthew, Bob Sanders. All those guys, these guys I always watch day in, day out. Hey, Cam, Tyler King, Denver Gazette. Um, you're obviously one of the leaders of the Texas State defense last season. How important is that for you to continue that now on a new team? How, how important do you value the leadership spot at safety? I mean, a safety, a safety is the quarterback of the defense, so it's kind of something you have to do. And I, I've been pretty good at it in my recent years. And um, that's a part, that's how I feel like it's a part of me being here is to step up and be that leader. You know what I'm saying? So, I just that was my role coming here when I signed papers. I'm like, okay, I gotta step up and lead these guys. So Cameron, going off of that, you and a few other guys uh, came here from Jackson play for Coach Sanders. So how important is it for you guys to help establish the standard here because you know what it is? I mean, a lot of times this is um, the standard is set. Like when we walk in, it's no, it's no like gray areas. Like what he says, what he means. So we a lot of times, just that guys, we sit back and just try to save a lot of guys. Like. Hey, you don't need to wear that out here. Like, no, nah, I don't wear that. He gonna say something. Like, that's big. That's our biggest thing. So we, we just try to be um, a, a dictionary to the other guy. Just let them know, like, this is what we need. This is what he want. This is what he's looking for. You know, what I'm saying, just a inside, inside to the coach's minds. Last one, Adam. I can Adam Mustard Tiger, twenty four seven Sports. You mentioned 
having to be kind of the quarterback of the secondary back there. What's it been like going to, uh, up against this up-tempo offense every day? Is that a, a challenge in terms of uh, that, that's going to help prepare you for the season? Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been tough. It's been tough. They have, a, they have a lot of speed over there, and they're going fast with speed with a smart quarterback. So it's kind of we got to stay, hold out, you know what I'm saying, hold out two shells, hold it. We don't come down too fast because two will pick this off, you know what I'm saying? So really it's been. It's been tough, but we, we have gradually got used to it, and I feel like when the season started off and we go play our first game, it's going to help us because the team's going to go slower than what we were originally going. Thank you, sir. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Don't touch me, bro. How you doing? What's going on? Questions for Shadur. Go ahead, Matt. Shadur, what are the biggest aspects, or at least some of the aspects of your game that you feel like you're going to need to raise to maybe compete at this level? You've obviously had a story career at FCS, but it's a different level. I, I heard you the other day talking about it. It seemed like you said, you know, you're, you're pretty confident in your ability right now, but are there specific things that you're working on to try and Maybe suit your game best for the next level. Yeah, competing is competing. It don't matter what level you at. So it's like, um, it's nothing I'll do different than I've done since day one of being in college to compete at this level. So it's it, it's the same. It's football at the end of the day. It's it, now it's things you can work on. It's things that you can improve. But compete, that's within you. You either gonna compete or you not. Shadour, Alex Reyes, my last question for you. Final word. Uh, the expectations coming into the season, obviously coming playing for your father here at the University of Colorado, uh, a lot of expectations for you. Uh, are, how are you handling all that? There's a lot of pressure right now. I mean, expectations was first college game of my career. So, like, each and every year is expectations, like, every every time we step on the field. Because, you know, um, it's my ability and who my dad is and the fact that we're changing the Colorado program. So. I would say it's just another day in the life, like it's normal. It's another year that I'm going through. Sure, Brian Howell from the Bowl Daily Camera. How much do you enjoy the leadership aspect of quarterback and you know, how much are you trying to be a leader here with this new team as you're trying to get used to these guys? Well, that's the thing. You don't, it's nothing that you try to do. You don't try to be a leader. Like, it's either you or it's not. Like, I'm a different type of leader. I'm not, I'm not with all the rah-rah and all that type of stuff. I'm not that guy. I'm more of a laid-back, chill guy. But when it's when we're between the lines and when it's time to like put real work in, then it's 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 a different mode. It's it's different. So it just depends. Like I don't I don't I don't force myself to be a leader. Like uh, leaders will just come and you'll you'll be able to see like when the lights come on. Hi, Nikki Edwards, CBS Sports Report. We talked to Travis this week and he said that he likes make, making DBs look bad. Have you seen that firsthand in practice? And overall, how is how are you guys connecting? Yeah, of course I have with Travis. Travis is my youngin. He, he's my little guy, man. So, Travis, nah, he definitely, he definitely been winning, getting open all the time. Travis is always open over there unless they uh, double him. But there's not too many teams that's gonna be able to double him because we got guys that complement each other uh, in each position. So, having Travis on offense is an amazing weapon to have. I should have Adam Monster Tiger, 24/7 Sports. I'd imagine different guys are learning this offense at, at different paces. Where do you feel like you are at, at in the process, and is there a lot on your shoulders to kind of bring guys up to the to the same level? In the process of learning the offense, all I do every day is watch. It'll be, I'll say specifically, right now, 
It's like 10 o'clock. Well, I say 9.30. 9.30 to like 11, I watch just everything Coach Lewis done like in his career. I would say like uh, Kent State, his time at Kent State and all that. So learning the offense for me is not, is not really hard because I'm, I had experience, so I know, okay, whenever he's teaching us this, we're looking at this specifically. So it's easy. His offense is easy to learn whenever you will actually just dive in it and understand, like, this is what it's going to take to be able to be dominant on the next level. Good job. Issue with Sean Keeler, the Denver Post student, two-quarter one. I, I think people are curious kind of how your dad is as a game-day coach. And, and what do you say to people who wonder how that step to the next level is going to be for him? And what's he like as a strategy guy on game days when you're doing that? I mean, well, from my experience with him, I'll stay away from him on game day. I don't ask him none. I don't hang around. I don't play with him. I just, you know, I keep my distance from him. Like, for the first day of anything, and then when it's game day, then it's exactly the same. Like, he going to snap. So I just keep my distance from him on, the, on them type of big days. But, like, the pressure for him, you said the pressure for him? Yeah, one strategy, the game day management, the record speaks for itself, but people are curious. I mean, I don't know what strategy he'll have. Like, he got coaches in the right position that, that will prepare us and get us ready for the game. So, for him, he's just making sure everything goes right. Like, that's it. In my eyes. Yeah. But I'm not around him, so, you know, I don't know what it really takes. But to me, that's it. Second thing, real quick, what, what do you think, of, and this was mentioned to your dad by the scrimmage at the end of the spring, that coaches don't do that, but... Probably be a lot of fun playing another team instead of each other. Oh, scrimmage another team? No, that'd be cool. But like when we get between the lines, I ain't gonna lie. Nobody on defense is on my team, so it's it'll be it'll be almost the same. But I mean, it'll be a little bit easier because we could see numbers. You know, we can see okay, is this a D line, is this a a rush, is this a DN? But that's the hardest thing right now, not seeing numbers. Tony Casola, Buffalo Wire. You mentioned some of those uh, weapons that are uh, complimenting Travis right now. Could you give fans maybe a couple of names of people that are standing out? Of course, Jimmy Horn. You got Montana. We got Bashka. I just call like, we, we haven't got to the nicknames yet, though. I don't call a lot of people, like, by their full name. So, and then numbers. We ain't get numbers yet, so I can't even call by your numbers. So, we got Bashka, um, Caleb Mathis. It's, it's a lot of guys. Like I'm, a, I can only speak on like who I work with, honestly, in the room. So that's why I'm able to name those guys. And then you talked about food last summer. There's just a recommendation for you: try Wild Pastures. It's really good. Wild Pastures? Yeah, it's burger place. I don't eat burgers though. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> good, right? Let's go around DNVR. You really excel on the mental side of the game, and from my eyes, it feels like that's an extra advantage in this offense. Do you see that as well? Yeah, for sure. I would say, like, especially with this offense early on, it's going to be a lot of trial and error. Like, first week of spring ball to now, it's a big difference. Like, and, and I kind of grasped the hand on what, what Coach Lewis is talking about, like how he called plays, like what type of play caller is he, what situation, like why is he calling. Like, I'm, I'm in his mind now. So now I feel more comfortable when I'm out there and more elusive and be able to play fast and uh, just know my reads on each and every play. Last so now, now the only I would say the only thing right now is just going down like today, like going down the home stretch. At the end, staying consistent and playing each play and not 
and not like um because in this office it take a lot of thinking so like you'll be mentally tired like towards the end so that's it you just gotta just i don't know take mental reps or something work on it last one big Ishidora, the practices that we've seen, the offense, the tempo is insanely quick. How much do you like playing at that pace? And what are some of the challenges with making sure everybody's on the same page as you guys go through that up-tempo offense? Well, the challenges is the first couple practices. And as time goes on, everybody holds each other accountable um, by busting routes. Like today, a receiver bust a ride and kick him off the field. Like he, he, he can't come back in with my group because that's much seriousness. And that's we know what it takes to be able to be dominant and be able to win games this season. And we don't got time for mental errors and stuff like that. So whenever they, whenever anybody messes up, even me, you like get disciplined somehow, some way. So whether it's in the mean room, coach is just gonna play that clip like 10 times for you, or it's like during, during practice or at the end of practice, you're gonna run. But the tempo, I just told my dad that today. I just said, see, I like, I like when they let us go. Like when we have like 10 plays, non-scripted, just go rather than, okay, we reset the ball every single time. Like, it's, it's different. The tempo really helps out a lot with everything. And the defense, they got to be in shape. So that's just offensively. We just communicate with each other. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a big team. That's all it is on offense. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir.